0: Welcome to the 104 Sports Report, hosted by Alex Brooks and Brian Burroughs, the main source for Oswego sports, a member of the Oswegonian Multimedia Network. Let's get into it.
1: Welcome in to Season 6, Episode 8 of the 104 Sports Report. Talking some spring sports, the second week. Talking some spring sports. Uh, I'm Alex Brooks. Alongside is always Brian Burrows. Brian, how are you doing this week?
0: You know, it's been a really good week. Everything had, especially the last like two days for me, had been going really well. I was parked in an illegal spot for a bit. Didn't oh, get a parking. T- didn't get a parking ticket. Hey, that was nice. My Class got canceled today. Nice. We, we just been the last couple of days have been really nice for me. Until of course it opening day. Super excited. Red Sox lose. I'm depressed. It's okay. We're moving. The Red Sox will turn it around. It's just the Orioles. Yeah, there you go. How about you?
1: Uh, I'm doing good. Um, you know, classes just going whatever. You know, we we worked the uh, women's lacrosse game yesterday for uh, Professor Cleland. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And yeah, I had Opening Day two, and I had for my New York Yankees five nothing. Garrett Cole eleven K's. Aaron Judge coming back. Let's go. But uh, yeah, we're not a uh, we're not a um, MLB podcast. We are. A Oswego sports podcast. So we're gonna start right into it with the Laker rundown. We're bringing it right back for spring sports. Brian, take it away.
0: So we're gonna start with the baseball team that had a really rough weekend. They were swept in a three-game set by Cortland. All three games ended in the 10-run mercy rule after the seventh inning. They were no hit in game one. It was a 15-4 loss in game two and a 10-0 shutout game three. Not Softball, no, not good at all. Softball, um, had a midweek doubleheader versus Houghton University, a 15-8 loss in game one. Game two ended up getting canceled. Moving over to the turf, men's lacks a 9-8 victory over Brockport on Saturday this is a good start to their Sunniac play. And women's lacks having a really good start for, with them in the Sunniac, a 15, or sorry, 11-5 win over New Paltz on the weekend and a 19-2 victory over Fredonia
1: just yesterday. Wow. I mean, just... Whew, there we go. I mean, the Laker rundown for Spring Sports. First one, uh, in the books. Great job there. Um, hey, thank now you very much. But yeah. So, yeah. So now let's uh go into some women's lacrosse as you mentioned, Brian. An 11 to 5 win over New Paltz and a 19 to 2 win against Verdonia. They're really starting out hot against some Suniac opponents. As I bring up the schedule for women's lax, and I mean, right now, 7-2, yeah. and 2-0 and in the Suniac. I mean, you can't ask for any better start for this Oswego-Lax team. You know, it is still early. Their next game will be next Tuesday at uh, Geneseo, and then they'll go to Potsdam for that Friday game. So a couple road games, couple tests coming in, but... We'll we'll start off in talking about that eleven to five win over New Paltz, the first Suniac win of the season, Brian.
0: Yeah, a great start for them, and it's so far been the season of Shay McConnell in the Suniac. We'll get to what happened just in just yesterday's game in a minute, but she started with a four goal game against the Hawks over the weekend. Julia Quirk added her own hat trick with three goals and Celia Wiley. A hat-trick of points, two goals, and an assist for her. It really is this women's lacrosse team has a very solid core of players at the top who uh, play really well The together. Obviously, as you said, Shane McConnell having a really good start. She's Julia Cork oh, no. playing well. Cela Wiley, everybody who oh, knows yeah. about Cela Wiley. She's really good. Kate McNally steps in, plays really well from time to time. And you'll see players like Katie Fierro. She had three assists in that game. Really good from her. Sophie Russian, a really good defender. Sir Kamai, really good in net for the team for them right. and not to mention they also have madison davis who did not play in this one or yesterday's game but she is also really good when she's on the field she adds a lot to the team as well this team plays really well together i mentioned sarah kumar goalkeeper five allowed five goals but really that's not that bad in cross. five goals four saves so about a uh it's like 45% save percentage Uh, which in lacrosse is not that bad. You really want around 50%, 60% is a a good save percentage. Mm -hmm. So she played really well, and the team is playing really well.
1: Yeah. And, I I mean, you you hit on all the points, Brian. I mean, you look at these. I I take with this women's lacrosse team, we've mentioned it before, that big four of Isabella Lembo, Shea McConnell, Selah Wiley, and Madison Davis. I mean, they all four are just putting it to... Opponents, especially in the Suniac, as you mentioned, uh, Madison Davis not able to play in yesterday's game. But, you know, it's just, it, it's been a really good start to the season for this Oswego women's lacrosse team. And I mean, you know, you're seeing other players like Julia Quirk come out and really uh, dominate for uh, the Lakers. And it's just, it seems like this team is more together. It seems yes, like they have a 100%. more like they have more team chemistry than we've seen, you know, last year and the year before and it just seems like they are playing together and really playing with some, you know, swagger too. I mean, yes. putting up 19 to 2 against um against uh, Ferdonia and then 11 to 5 against New Paltz. I mean, you know, if they continue this, they're going to be a threat in this Sunia conference and I mean, we'll see we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens in these next couple of games but yeah great start for them i mean just going on to this new Paltz game um, you know they were able to pretty much after um, two quarters uh new Paltz, wasn't they were able to get their defense uh, really good because yeah. they only scored 5 goals in the first two ha- or first two quarters and then Oswego, just putting eight goals in the second half yeah, to win
0: 11-5. I mean, yeah, they were they were down 5-3 at the half. It's like yep. they, you, you're thinking, like, oh, no, this team, they're starting slow. Like, right. you can't do that. Second half comes out, eight goals, eight unanswered goals from this team in the second half. It's an excellent way to start the season. And then, I mean, we should, we should move into the absolute domination we saw Ooh. at the turf Wednesday afternoon, 19-2. to two. I mentioned Shay McConnell, six goals by her – five of them in the first half. It was absolute domination from her. And not only her, I don't even think she might have I don't think she was the best player in the game. Like Syndrome yeah. was great. Isabel Lembo had five goals and five assists. She had a ten point game. Ridiculous. Yep. And she only had seven shots on goal. So she was five of seven shot
1: like making her shots. Yeah. And I mean, you mentioned it like Isabella Lembo getting 10 points that is that is insane ridiculous that is ridiculous and I mean you look at Celia Wiley she her performance kind of got over overlooked just based on Shay McConnell with six goals and Isabella Lembo with 10 points and five goals I mean Celia Wiley had a really good game with three goals and three assists with six points I mean, she, and that was a little overlooked just because shame because of the top goal scores of Isabella Limbo and Jay McConnell. So, re- really, just as I mentioned, really together for this team. Um, I mean, I'm just gonna look at the box score right here. Um, you know, they scored two goals uh, to start off the game in the first. Then Ferdonia went back, and then they just they just went off till the third quarter, until late in the third quarter where. Um, Sydney, uh, I think, Bucco? That's, uh, that's Bushko? Bushko. Bushko. Been a long day. <laughs> uh, Sydney Bushko got uh, the second goal of, of the game for Fredonia as they were already down 11 1 at that point. Just make it 11 2, and then just complete domination for, yeah. in, the, in the latter half of the third quarter.
0: Yeah, it was just an excellent overall game from them. And also, they- only one penalty. Only one penalty was yeah, it was very clean game. Um, but they they were also playing excellent defense. I mean, they only allowed nine shots the entire game compared to they putting up 39 of their own. They were controlling the ball in the midfield, they weren't allowing shots. There was multiple times, and I see this in multiple games now, where when the goalie will make a save or whatever, and the opposing goalie has the ball and I'm looking to make a breakout pass, and the defense just plays so, so tight on the players, they, they'll waste 30 to 40 seconds of that possession clock. They have 90 seconds to, to put a shot on net, like any either side does. And there'll be times where the goalie's holding the ball, and there's 50 seconds left, 45 seconds left on that clock. It's like you waste half the time just trying to get the ball out
1: of the goalie's a stick. Right. And, I mean, going into shots for between Oswego and Fredonia, 39 to 9 yeah. in shots. I mean, just like you you're just talking about that I mean that is really impressive for this oswego uh, lacrosse team saves were in favor of Fredonia twelve to two but like what did Oswego have to save literally exactly. they they didn't really have to do much saving there um and then just yeah just um just a really really overall great game for Oswego and um you know, going into their next couple games against uh, Geneseo and Potsdam, it is a test. It is a yep. test being on the road, and then they come back come back for Brockport in a couple weeks um, at home, and then they're playing against Plattsburgh. So for the rest of um, the rest of their schedule, they're playing SUNYAC opponents. So this is do or die for this Oswego uh, team. Yep. I mean, you're you're going to have to really hone in, and you know that you're facing all of all of these opponents. Um, that are in your conference. So, you know, it's on a silver platter, and we'll see if Oswego can continue their success. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's a good start. 2-0 and has them tied at the top of the conference with Cortland and Geneseo. Um, so we'll see where it goes from here. I mean, like I said, we're seeing Geneseo in their next game next Tuesday. Um, we'll have another podcast out after, before the Potsdam game. But um, Potsdam right now, an 0-2 start to It's using 2-5 overall record. Uh the Genesis game's gonna be tough. I think Potsdam will probably have a good shot of playing pretty well against and yeah, we'll but we'll get a chance to reconvene before that Potsdam game on Friday, April seventh. So, Most definitely. But we'll I think we'll switch it over to some men's lacrosse now, as I, as I mentioned earlier, a nine to eight victory over Broadport in their Suniac opener. Um Alex, you wanna take it away?
1: Yeah. Uh yes I will. Um Going over to the uh, Brockport game, 9-8 for Oswego. Just barely squeaking out there for this uh, Oswego um, men's lacrosse team. Um, Just looking at the scoring summary right now on the Oswego athletics page. Uh, With about 1 minute and 38 seconds left, Jack Peterson of Brockport was able to get a goal, but Oswego... Just able to squeak it out and uh, get that 9-8 victory. I mean, this is a very young team, as we've mentioned yes. in, in the past. Um, you look at uh, you look at Max Brodman for um, Oswego. Just a sophomore. He, he's just a sophomore, and he's just been doing really well. He had uh, three goals and had three points on the game. And then you look at Ga- Gavin Elston he had four points with three goals and one assist. So, you know, all of these guys, and I'll, I believe Gavin Elston is... I think he's, he's a junior. He's so. a junior, so, you know, still young. I mean, you, you know, you're, obviously you're an upperclassman, but for um, this Oswego team, just we'll, we'll see if they can uh, stack up against, I mean, it's they're three and two. First win against a uh, Suniak opponent, and yeah, they, they pretty much went in there, went into tough, hostile environment and squeaked out with one.
0: Yeah. and good game from Aiden Kenyon. I know he'll have the eight goals, but five saves to go with it. It's great. Again, lacrosse is a little different from other, from other sports with goalies. Um, they they're probably going to make less saves and goals allowed. Right. I mean obviously the cream of the crop goalies are going to be making more, but yep. uh, that is not a bad day, five saves on 13 attempt shots. Uh, shots against, so good from him. Uh, also going to mention Corey O'Connor, three goal, a uh, three assist, one goal game. He's a, he's also a sophomore listed as an attacking attacker and a mid. So kind of playing that going forward and back. M- mids in the cross. If you don't know, they are the only players that can go, go all the way from defensive zone, neutral zone to attacking zone. Attackers have to stay. In the neutral zone, when the ball is in the defense, and the defenseman can only get into the neutral zone when the ball is on offense. Right. Middies can do both, go forward and back, so he kind of does it both. Where these sometimes he's the attacker, sometimes he's the midi, uh, which is great versatility to have, mm-hmm. especially in a, a, if you have an attacker with the stamina of a midi. Uh, he's going to be running all over that attacking zone, yeah. which is really well uh, helpful to set up plays and everything.
1: Yeah, and um, with that win, it was their first conference uh, win, so they're one um, and zero, and then this is going to be and then they have two straight uh, home games. Yep. Uh, one this Saturday against Plattsburgh and then the next Saturday, a week from this Saturday um, against Onianna. And then they only have one other home game. It is Saturday, April 22nd against Geneseo. The rest are away. So a little bit of adversity for this Oswego men's lacrosse team. You know, you get, you get done with this weekend and then next weekend you're on the road for most of your games yeah and you're and it's a Saturday then Wednesday then Saturday Wednesday and then Saturday Saturday I mean it's and just like it's back SUNY forth playoffs. back forth yeah I mean, it's mean, that's, that's May time. I mean, I mean that's
0: I mean, that May right too, which is crazy to think about yeah uh, but yeah you're saying it. after after so they got Saturday game in just two days time a week one more week and then it's a Saturday game and then it's Four of their last five games are road games, with one non one of them being a non-conference slate versus Alfred, uh, which is going to be a the uh, no I said the makeup game, but that was not the game that got canceled. That was the Stockton game, but um, it'll just be it'll be interesting to see how they how they do. It. I mean, I think they're gonna have to take advantage this weekend versus Plattsburgh team which lost in their first and their uh, SUNYAC opener. They're only two and six right now. Yeah, they, and and they started off two and zero.
1: Yeah, so and they lost six straight. So they're they're reeling for a win right now for Plattsburgh. So a little bit of a we'll we'll have to see what happens. I mean, you know, going into this Saturday, obviously Sunyac game, you know, the biggest game. It's Oswego and Plattsburgh. We know with other sports that's a really big rivalry. So for um, you know, and it doesn't doesn't shy away with lacrosse. Nope. So um, you know, this Plattsburgh team. Two and six, but you never know what can happen. You know exactly. now you're. I mean, they only dropped one game against a Sunniac opponent. Now they're facing another one, so it would have could have been out of conference, um, unsuccessful at a conference, and then now we just go and see what happens. Exactly. Um,
0: but before we move on to the diamond. The Oswegonian is the independent student-run newspaper of SUNY Oswego. Every Friday during the semester, the writers and staff release a weekly edition of the paper. Each edition contains the latest news, sports, reviews, and opinions from the writers of the Oswegonian. Check out each story online on the Oswegonian website. Here we go. Um, now, moving to the diamond. Moving we diamond. It. We're going to start with <coughs> the Oswego baseball team. <laughs> nice little joke there, yeah, Alex. Yeah, right? If you watch WTOP, you may understand that one. Um, heard that a lot of times. <laughs> the Oswego baseball team is having a rough, rough start to their season. I were swept this past weekend versus Cortland. I mean Cortland is probably the best team in the Suniac, but oh, no, oh no. boy, they look bad. I mentioned they every game was the ten run mercy rule and it started off First game of Friday doubleheader, was, they were no hit. That is a horrible way to start a three-game set and a horrible way to start a doubleheader. You got to bounce back, and it's really hard to do that from getting no hit. The pitching staff has been not playing very well as of late. It was Jacob Sanders who got the start in that first one. Uh, only ended up going two innings, giving up three runs. And then Anthony Van Fossen took over for the next four and gave up six runs on eight hits. And then that was Dylan Beers throwing the 12 strikeout, one walk, no hitter. I mean, come on. That's that's a performance right there.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, you said it best. Uh, This baseball team, I I, I don't really understand. Um, I get it. It's Cortland, right? And I get that it is a, you know, Cortland's the number 19 team in the region right now. Or not even the region, in the country. Excuse me, but I mean to get no hit. I mean going in there and you can't even get a hit against yeah. someone, and then they and then to top it all off, they uh, they put ten runs on you. I mean it's just it's insane to think about. I mean
0: yeah, it's real tough.
1: When I saw that headline, I couldn't even believe it. I was in uh, I was in four twenty nine and I was thinking of how am I going to do the story. Well, I did the story. Because it was Cortland throwing a no-hitter. you don't see that often, even in Major League Baseball, but no, never in Major League Baseball. Yeah, just it I mean, you got Owen, Owen Paul Parliament, one of the top uh, hitters for Oswego. He had two strikeouts. he was over for three with two strikeouts. There's just a bunch of bunch of guys on here, multiple strikeout games. I mean you look at Tim uh, Shinto, he was 0 for three with three strikeouts. So yeah yeah it it was uh it was not a pretty game but you'll you look over for Cortland. I mean, you're seeing more you know, more hits. Matt Bruno, the left fielder had a three hit, three RBI game. Hunter Holiday, two hit, three RBI game. I mean, you know, for us we go to not even get a victory against Cortland. It's just it 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 frustrates and demoralizes you. It, it, it demoralizes you. I mean, and then, especially only getting four runs at a three-game series, four runs, and then the last game on Sunday. You would think after the two Friday games, you get a day off, and then you go um, against them on Sunday. And it seems like they didn't even learn from the first two games. No, on yeah. on Friday. So it, it, it's a very it's a very tough stretch that they're having right now. Um, you know, they were doing really well in against Hamilton, and then William. Uh, Patterson when they were going on that little streak that they had. But, you know, they they haven't been able to uh, get anything really going in their Coble skills series we learned yesterday got postponed. Yes. Um, so then they're not going to face off until tomorrow against Fredonia. They'll have a three-game series, uh, one game against Fredonia, and then a doubleheader on Saturday against um, the Blue Devils.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, moving on, moving over from the from the no-hit game. You mentioned yeah. the 15-4 the to 4 game, and in that one, it was errors that killed them. Yep. Uh, they, they gave it 15 runs, but only 10 of them were earned runs. So, you don't give it those 10 earned runs, that game doesn't get cut short. Um, or doesn't get cut short when it gets cut. Or doesn't get cut short in the seventh, at least. Yep. Um, Thomas, I think it's Peccia, only two innings and in the start. Seven hits, five runs, two of them earned. Alec Conrad, four innings, nine hits, seven runs, four of them earned. And then Richie Paul, the final third of an inning before the game got called a One hit, three runs, one walk, and a hit batter.
1: Yeah, and I'll give you a little nugget here. Um, throughout the three-game series, 12 errors combined. Yeah, come on. You're not going to win a game. <laughs> no. I mean, I, it, it it's it's really just we're, we're kind of just trying to figure out any positives here while we're talking. I mean, for for Oswego, I mean they're five and eleven now, zero and three in the Suniac, mm-hmm. and I mean against the tough team, you can't even scratch along. Like the thing is, you can't even scratch along like a close game like a close game would be like, okay, well we see this and we can build on this. How can you build on this? No. You're just gonna have to like put that out of your mind. If you were yeah. a Oswego baseball team right now, you're gonna have to put out the, the Cortland series out of your mind, get it out, we didn't even play that, reset, restart, and then face off against Virginia tomorrow.
0: Yeah, and it hurts
1: that the Coblesville game
0: gets postponed because then you just have to sit on this. Exactly, you still got to sit on it. Yep. But I mean, going back to the Benedictine game, they're on a fad game losing streak. They've given up, they've given up fifty three earned runs or fifty three runs over that five game stretch. Yep. It's, I mean, pitching's not the. I mean, they've only and they've only scored fourteen. They're being outscored fifty three to fourteen in their last five games. Yep. You're not gonna win. The only thing I'm going to say is, I know Johns Hopkins is a really good program. Obviously, Cortland's a good program. They're currently ranked Benedictine. I'm going to assume it's a good program. Um, hopefully, you get into the SUNY can turn things around with the Fredonia series. That starts tomorrow. Uh, they get a single game tomorrow at 3, three o'clock start, and then a uh, 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock doubleheader. Uh, this is all versus Fredonia coming this weekend. Fredonia is the only team yet to play conference games yet. Yeah, they're 4-8 on the season, but... Like I say, zero and zero in conference. So hopefully from here, you get that series, hopefully turned around. I know you're in New Paltz, yep. but... Or sorry, you're in Fredonia. Um, and then you go to New Paltz for next weekend. Uh, game versus U of R midweek at U of R, University of Rochester, St. John Fisher on the Friday of that week at the home and home series. So they get Saturday St. John Fisher the Saturday after that. Obviously, we'll talk after their University of Rochester games, but... You've got to look to turn things around here. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, this team was in the third round of the national playoffs last year, mm-hmm. but I think the losses of Enos tomorrow, Loria, and Lucas Olsen, I believe, are yeah, all the players. It's, it's hurting it's hurting the batting. A lot of the pitching returned, and it just hasn't. they haven't been able to bring back the consistency.
1: Yeah, they haven't really been able to step up. I mean, you, you talk about uh, Kieran Finnegan, someone who we were thinking – to come out there and be one of the top pitchers, I mean, hasn't really showed up so far. No, it's um, been a, it's been a it, tough start for him. It's been a tough start for him. And then you have, um, you know, now, now just looking at this uh, this team, I mean, I'd understand if it was a team full of freshmen, but there's only five freshmen on this team. And there's only, like, and there's most, like, grad students, Anthony Manfawson, uh, C.G. McCarthy, and... Like, there's a bunch of juniors, there's a bunch of upperclassmen on this team, yeah. so you would think that they would have a chance to step up and and go and compete, and, you know, maybe maybe we're overreacting a little bit because it is the 19th-ranked team, but it's also a SUNYAC conference. It I mean, is,
0: but also last year this team was ranked just, or was ranked just with them last year and was right. playing tough games that came down to the wire every time, and they played them in the playoffs, yep. so... It's I mean you said overacting. I know every team is different every year, but last year this team was fighting Cortland. This year they're getting
1: demolished by them, unfortunately. you start off five and eleven, you're gonna have to claw. Like you're yeah. going to have to just. I mean it's it's do or die for this Oswego baseball team. Yeah, and I mean, I mean I keep saying pitching staff has just not helped.
0: Kieran Finnegan really kind of the only bright spot though. It hasn't been what it was last year. Twenty-seven innings pitched, a two-six-seven ERA, right? not too bad. The next highest inning pitched is Jacob Sanders' 19, in, 19 innings pitched, a seven five eight ERA. Alec Conrad twelve and in third innings pitched, four three eight ERA. Thomas Pachia twelve innings pitched, a nine ERA. Anthony Van Fossen twelve innings pitched, a twelve ERA. Those are the guys you're relying on the most. Those top five, and it's it's been rough. And so. is
1: and is the Coldwell school game
0: going to be I don't know played. I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't know if it was announced when the game got postponed, okay. why it was postponed, or if it was getting, if they're gonna make it up or not.
1: Because that's hard. That's that's a that's a tough break because it was home. Yes, you you hope that so they'll you, play they'll play if, that later this year. if you miss if, you miss if you miss yeah if you if you have two less home games that could that could bite you at the end. But let's move over to the other side of the diamond for the Oswego softball team, as it doesn't really get much better. For uh, these uh, these players in the diamond, three nine and one for this Oswego softball team. They lost against Houghton, fifteen to eight, and then their next game got canceled. They'll face off against Hamilton next week. But Brian, let's go over this Houghton game, fifteen to eight, and yeah. it, it it just seemed like Houghton the first inning four first inning runs. Ooh, that is, is not how you want to
0: start the game. No, I mean it's not. But I mean they answered two in the first, and then one run back in the second, one back in the third. They were tied for four, four runs in the fourth, and at the after four innings, they were up seven to six. They were up seven to six. Yeah, yeah, and then a sixth run, fifth inning. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been a tough start for Fiona Higgins. Uh, yeah, she pitched four innings in this one. She gave up eight, uh, seven runs, six of them earned. Eight hits, six walks, four strikeouts. Uh it's her her stats this year are not what they were last year. Uh definitely not. She currently has um uh, sorry, she has a five one ERA right now in thirty-five innings pitched. She's only struck out fifty-eight batters. She's given a bat hit people are hitting two fifty-nine against her. You go back to last season. She had a three six seven ERA in ninety five innings pitched. She yep. got out one twenty six on the season. Yeah, and her walk number. She she walked forty three people last year. Forty two the year before that. Even her, her her ERA last her ERA in 2021 was a five a five two five. She still only walked forty two people last year. Big step improvement. Walks one more person in over 30, uh, 30 more innings. Twenty twenty three. She's a third a little over a third of what she pitched last year. And she's already walked thirty people.
1: Yeah, and it's also something we see from Fiona Higgins, just looking at their at her uh, uh, pitching matchups. Um, it's been a little inconsistent this season. Starting off against Emmanuel in New England College, uh, she posted a uh, one point four ERA. She got the win. She had eleven strikeouts. I mean, you you were just thinking, hey, she's back. She's back, right? And then New England College, she only pitched one inning, but it was a scoreless inning. It was a 1-2-3 strikeout inning. 1-2-3 strikeout inning, exactly. But then against Marywood, four earned runs against Western New England, one earned run, but um, she did give up. She walked four Yeah, she people. walked four people, exactly. And then against uh, Mor- uh, Min Morris, ten strikeouts. Um, Two ERA and then six ERA, eight ERA, three ERA, ten. It's just like it's been up and down, up and down, and that's not. And that's not how you want if you are um, if if you playing in um, for this Oswego softball team. No, excuse me for uh, Coach Nichols. Like you do you do not want um if you're Coach Nichols right now, you do not want to see that inconsistency from one of your star players. Especially and I believe I believe she is in her senior season, if I'm not mistaken. Um she is Yeah, she is in senior. her senior season, so yep. this is this is her pretty much last shot unless she comes back as a grad student. Um but you know, it, it's been a little inconsistent, and then just looking at the uh, yeah, heading heading back to heading the, back the game to that that we were talking game we were talking about. Emma, exactly. Emma Grasso
0: came in early. She gave three innings, uh, nine hits, five uh, five earned runs, eight total runs, strikeout five in those three innings. She's a freshman, so that's a tough spot to be in in yep. a close game. But you got to rely on somebody for um, for Houghton. Their starter went six hittings, gave up six, uh, gave up all eight runs, six of which were earned. A save for Crandall. On the batting side, not too bad. Eight hits in third, eight hit game or nine hit game with eight runs. Nine, uh, took six walks. It's pretty good. And, um, and Christina Kenya had a three hit game. Yeah, really three hit or three RBI Christina Kenya. Yep, great game for her. Um, she's really stepping up this year I know she hadn't gotten a lot of playing time in her past couple of seasons yep this year in an improved role playing really well which mm-hmm. is good to see you always want to see the people who kind of maybe don't maybe don't have those have those starting spots in their first year the freshman sophomore year but you get into those junior senior years and you finally get a chance to play time they want you want you love to see when they step in
1: and take those roles full force right and now, just looking at their schedule ahead for this Oswego softball team, you got a doubleheader next Tuesday against Hamilton College, and then Plattsburgh, a doubleheader that Friday, and then a doubleheader Saturday. North Country trip. North Country trip, Plattsburgh and Potsdam. So, you know. That's going to be a long weekend for it's them. Gonna really gotta, be gotta, a really, it's going to be a long week. I mean, yeah, doing gonna a gonna doubleheader be. against Tuesday – you, you do three days later, Friday, doubleheader, and then the next day, doubleheader. Whoa, four games in two days. oh it's going to be a yeah, tough trip. Four,
0: four, ga- four games in two days, and Plattsburgh and Potsdam, I want to say, are at least a two and a half hour drive away from each other. Yeah, so he- you've go, you got to drive like the four-plus hours to Plattsburgh from Oswego right. on Friday to get there for the 3 o'clock game, or you're leaving on Thursday. Um, play those two games, immediately get on the bus so you can be in Potsdam so you can wake up Saturday morning and play a noon game.
1: Yeah, it's gonna That's be a lot. lot of, it, 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 we're we're sending out our we're sending out our support. Please, uh, please get some sleep because if you're unable to get some sleep, we completely understand having the schedule gods not in your favor. At five o'clock and then say, all right, go to Potsdam and play a noon game. All right, yeah, thank you. Five o'clock, you have probably
0: finished the game around seven o'clock. Yeah, get on the bus. You're checking into your hotel at. Ten o'clock at night, so yeah. you got to go straight to bed so you can get up in eight hours and be ready to play a game. Or yeah, a lot, not, probably less than eight hours. Not even
1: one game, two games. Two games, exactly. exactly. So, so that's gonna do it for our coverage um, of talking about these teams. But we're not gonna send it uh, to bed yet, Brian. We're gonna have some hot takes. Coming Sugar. here. The Laker Oven. I think it's getting a little warm it's in a little here. Toasty. A little warm. Let's uh Brian, I'll I'll start with you. What is your hot take for the spring sports season? You. Oh. Let's see. I got a, I got a little spicy one brewing up here. A little spicy.
0: Women's lacrosse. Alright. We're gonna win their next four games. Oh, okay. At least. At least they're next game, but we'll keep it, we'll keep it a lot. Not like we're not putting a Carolina Reaper into this chili quite yeah, yet. Right, right. But next four games, all wins. Okay. I think this is the year for the women's lacrosse team to really break out. Oh, and I, I agree they, with you. They're gonna, they're gonna start six and zero in conference. They're gonna be one of the best teams, maybe in the country. Yep. I mean, the run they've been on lately, they, their last four games, they put up more than ten goals, more than eleven goals. The eleven goal. Performance versus New was their worst. I mean, you go back to the last six games, There's only the one loss to St. John Fisher's, and then it was a 21-goal performance versus Morrisville. Yep. They're on a roll. I think it continues. This team is playing great. They have excellent chemistry. They, they're coached really well. Next
1: four games, wins. All right. All right. I like it. I like it. I'm going to move over to the men's side, men's lacrosse. Sorry, softball and baseball, who uh, were... <laughs> Can't give some hot takes yet because uh it, we're we're trying to we're trying to get something we're trying to do some hot takes on some teams with a little bit more momentum. So yikes. but <laughs> yikes apologize, but uh we're gonna do lacrosse here. Hey, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong uh in a couple weeks. I'll uh, I'll definitely do a hot take. Um but yeah, men's lacrosse we'll let's see, let's see. I'm I'm just trying to I'm just trying to Trying to cook something up in this oven right here for the Lakers. Um, Plattsburgh State and Oneana. and the New Paltz Alfred. I think they are going to win the rest of their home games. Ooh. And, yep, they will go 4-1 uh, and one in their home record with the wins against Plattsburgh, Oneana, and Geneseo. And then... They have four home or four away games. Three and one. Three and one. They are only in their home games. In in their away games. In their away games. They are going to lose one game. The rest of the season. Wow. I am that confident in this men's lacrosse team. That's a spicy. Take. It's a spicy. I might have put a Carolina Reaper in there. I might have stole yours and put it in there. Okay. For uh, for this Oswego men's lacrosse team, hey, they're uh, they're pretty young, but I think they have some young blood in here for these uh, for this lacrosse team. And yeah. I feel like yeah. with the new coach Andrew Daily, Andrew Daly, he's gonna he's gonna put he's gonna put this team right back on the map, and it'll be two, it'll be two. Lacrosse teams, men's and women's, in the Suniac playoffs. Hell yeah! Boom! Let's do it. Book it. Book it. All right. All right. Well, I think
0: that's gonna do it for this week's episode of the 104 Sports Word. As always, thank everybody for listening to with our continuing yep. coverage of Lakers we sports. We appreciate it. I know spring sports. It's really our time to take back over. The coverage, exactly. The vocal coverage of Oswego Sports. No more Hockey Pod. That's that's done. Nope. They're talking about a sport that's in the past. We're talking about the near, the now, the present,
1: and the future. Of course. Uh, So, just thank everybody for listening. Yep. Thank you. Thank you all for listening, and for Oswego softball, Oswego baseball. If you were listening to us regarding my uh, not doing a hot take. I hope that puts some motivation in you guys. You guys are going to do great in these couple games. Please just keep going at it, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. So thank you guys for listening, and have a great night. See ya.